0: Hi friends, I'm Jackie Quinn, and you're listening to the Get Uncomfortable Podcast. I've gone from feeling stuck and relying on others for my happiness, to waking up every day with the confidence and courage to create the life I want. How did this happen? By changing one simple thing, my mindset. I've learned that if I can manage what's going on inside of me, I can manage what's going on around me, and that with the power of positivity, our reality shifts. This podcast is about helping you see the world and yourself in a brighter light. The stories and insights shared will inspire you to get outside of your comfort zone and reclaim your power to create the life you dream of. So friends, are you ready to get uncomfortable? My friends, I am actually very excited for this episode because I have a lot to say about COVID. Not just the fact that I have COVID, but there's just so much to discuss because it is such a hot topic right now. And I want to go through all of the questions all of you asked me on Instagram. I want to go through and really see how I originally believed and thought of COVID how I went through it, how I'm doing, and then what my thoughts are on the other side as well. All of your questions from how I got it, how I was feeling, would I do anything differently, what have I been doing to cure my COVID, everything will be answered in this episode. But I want to start off with the fact that this is an important episode to normalize the conversation around COVID because cases are spiking at an all-time high here in the US. I remember hearing on the news, especially around the election, like how cases were going up and how this was the second, third wave, whatever you want to call it. And I always just didn't really believe it. I think it's really difficult for us to believe in anything that may be outside of our bubble, something that isn't directly affecting us or directly affecting someone in our own lives. The very old me of being young and naive, I think about my invincibility and how nothing can touch me. I'm young, I'm healthy. If I get sick, it's not a big deal, which is all true. But look at me, a young 25-year-old who takes care of myself I work out, I eat healthy. I've been pretty careful, which we'll get into all my behaviors prior to COVID, but this is something that can affect anyone and everyone. When I looked at the numbers of COVID, now there are, according to the 2019 U.S. Census, 328.2 million Americans. Now, As of today, November 21st, 2020, there have been 12 million confirmed cases of COVID. Now, I will subtract some of these numbers here to address the naysayers, address the false positives, address the people who are getting retested and counting for more than one, I'm going to take away 2 million of those positive COVID tests. I'm also going to make this easier with math. So I'm going to make it 10 million people have confirmed cases and about 300 million people in America. So that's a one in 30 chance that you can get COVID. I want you to think about this for a second. You have 30 co-workers, or you've had more than 30 co-workers in your entire lifetime. You probably have more than 30 members in your family when you're counting your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. Maybe on both sides you have 30, maybe you have more. You have more than 30 friends. You have more than 30 people in your neighborhood. So when you combine the amount of people that you know, or you've crossed paths with, or you just know their name in their life, There's a lot of people. So to say that this isn't affecting people around you, it is. And the numbers are just growing. And this isn't a reason to be scared or concerned, or I don't even feel that we need to be shutting down our whole economy for it. But it's something to be mindful of, that it is a real thing. When I first got COVID, I was initially feeling quite embarrassed by the fact, or a little bit shameful, like I'm not going to post this on my social media, I'm only going to tell the immediate people I know in my life who were affected. But then as the days progressed, and especially seeing how things are spiking more and more every day, and especially as we approach the holidays, I just felt that it was so important to talk about this and again to normalize the conversation that it is here, it's a real thing and it's not something that we need to go stuck up on toilet paper for but we can't just ignore it. I really want to share my perspective that I'm okay, that this isn't an end all be all. I hope that if I shine some light on my mindset about it that it will help you feel better too and help you make better decisions as you move forward especially in these coming months prior to me getting covid i don't want to say i was a covid truther or didn't believe in covid but i genuinely believe that if you are a healthy person if you take care of yourself you're not going to get sick which is very much the case about anything when it comes to your health. If you're taking care of yourself, you're less likely to get sick. But look at me now. I'm eating my own words. I'm a healthy, young individual who got COVID. I also am someone that doesn't enjoy wearing my mask. Not that I'm a non-masker. I always wear my mask when I'm supposed to. I think it is very courteous, but I also felt like I'm just doing this because I'm conforming. I don't enjoy my mask, I don't think it's fun or cool to wear. I'm over it. I'm also very much ready for life to go back to normal, which I think many of us are feeling that way. It also just wasn't in my reality. I knew a few people that had gotten sick probably back in April or March. You hear, you know, they get sick for a few days and then it's fine, but it's really not that big of a deal, which it's true. In my case too, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not being hospitalized. I'm not being bedridden for more than three or four days. I was able to get up and move around and still progress through my symptoms and be fine. But it's also not that way for everyone. So let's get into the questions y'all wanna know. And this is my first question I wanted to know too. Where did I get the COVID? I'm gonna backtrack a few days prior to me receiving my first symptom which my first symptom was on November 15th. So prior to that, I had two friends staying with me. They were staying in my home. We had gone out to eat twice at an indoor-outdoor restaurant. I went to a gathering of about 20 plus people, not wearing masks. I also was going to the gym. And my final thing was I went to Target. And I didn't go to Target for anything specifically, and if you know when you go to Target, Without a list, you end up touching and buying and just roaming around the store looking at everything. So that was my alibi prior to receiving my first symptom. I felt nothing wrong with me in those prior days. I was just living my life, wearing my mask when I was out in public, when it was necessary, but not at my dinner table or when I'm at a friend's house. That was my first like backtracking, oh my gosh, It could have been any of these places that I was been to. It could have been any of my behaviors. Who knows? When I tested positive, I texted my roommate that was out of town and told her I had tested positive. She comes home the following day. She tells me that she had the same exact symptoms the entire time that she was on her trip. Now, when I look back on it, my roommate and I, we share a bathroom. I also drove her to the airport on Thursday when she was experiencing her first symptoms. So we were in a car together for about 20 minutes. This is where I think that I got COVID. I don't know her alibi, I don't know where she had been, but I think that she was the carrier where then I got it, and then even the person she was with on her trip got COVID as well. The reason why I don't feel that I was the carrier was because I had friends in town Both of them tested negative. No one else that I was with the entire time for that weekend got sick. My boyfriend, who obviously he lives with us as well, we share the same room, we share the same bed, we share a lot of things. He hasn't had any symptoms. And that is where I believe I got it from. Where that came from her, I don't know. But it's really important to realize that I can be accountable for my own actions, and I can be taking care of myself and taking all the necessary precautions, but who you are surrounding yourself with, you don't know. And this has nothing to do with shaming anyone else for their choices and what they're doing, but it's just the simple fact that you can control all the controllables for yourself, but there are variables outside of your control that you are unaware of. This is why you have to be mindful of what you're doing, my friends. Would I have done anything differently? That was a really big question. Were there any choices or decisions I could have made that could have avoided this? Absolutely. Could I have avoided going out to eat at a restaurant? Could I have avoided a gathering where it was more than 10 people? And were we wearing masks or not? Like, could I have not gone to Target and gone perusing? There are so many things absolutely I could have taken more precautionary steps, but it is what it is at this point. And moving forward, which we'll get into later, definitely how I'm making choices is going to change and how I'm going to think about things will change, not in fear, but more so in the thoughtfulness of other people around me. So how did I know I had COVID? Well, this was another big question of how do I know it's not just a cold or a flu or allergies? And I've seen so much stuff posted on social media, you guys, saying like, all right, these symptoms, X, Y, and Z, you have COVID, but X, Y, and Z for the flu, then this is the flu. And it's so not like that. Let me explain. My very first symptom was I woke up on Sunday, my friends had left, it was just me and my boyfriend at home. The night before we had stayed in, watched a movie, drank some wine, chilled. And I woke up and I was in pain. Like when you go to the gym and you work out and you're really sore, that was the kind of soreness, body aches I was feeling. And I hadn't worked out some of these body parts in the past two days. You know, I'd been going to the gym, but I wasn't physically working some of these muscles. So that to me automatically was like, this doesn't make sense why I'm feeling so fatigued, feeling so achy. I also had a mild headache, but it wasn't a hangover headache. You know, I could have definitely passed this off as, oh, I'm just hung over a little bit from the wine, but it wasn't a hangover. It was just this not feeling good sensation. That was when I was first off the bat, like I'm not feeling okay. And I knew that the next day I wouldn't be going into work. And the best option for me would be to get a COVID test, regardless of how I was feeling. I just needed to clear that up in the air. I also had the intention in mind that I am supposed to travel to South Carolina for Thanksgiving plans. And that was really important to me as well, just to know where I was at. All day, Sunday, I'm just chilling on the couch. I'm taking naps too, which I don't ever take naps. I'm just very fatigued. Um, I start getting a sore throat and some coughing and immediately Isaac also, he just started backing off like, you know, you seem kind of sick. So Monday rolls around, I'm still feeling the same way. Again, a lot of body aches. I'm also feeling very feverish. I never had a fever my entire time, which everyone keeps saying you have a fever when you have COVID, which isn't always the case. I had no fever at all ever, but I felt, I had chills. I felt really uncomfortable. I was really cold all the time, but no fever. I would say the sore throat, the cough, the body aches, the fatigue, those are all my very first symptoms where I knew I was sick. So I go to urgent care. I got a COVID test because, first of all, COVID tests are free for everyone, and especially if you have insurance, I looked on the website on my insurance card and I saw different locations where they covered my insurance and I got a rapid test. I go there and also the people at urgent care didn't really believe me that I had COVID. They are just like, oh, it's just probably a cold, like, you know, take some over-the-counter medication, but definitely we can give you a COVID test, no problem. I get a rapid test and in 15 minutes they call me and they're like, yep, you're tested positive, please just go home, quarantine yourself for 10 days, do the whole thing. So I do. And I let everyone I know that I was around, that I had COVID, and I just went and I quarantined myself to my room immediately. I hadn't been anywhere since Sunday anyway, but I was making sure that I'm just going to stay to my room, not to my house. I'm not going to go cook in the kitchen. I'm not going to go hang out on my couch. I'm not going to go do anything that I don't need to be doing because I'm sick. So let me tell you my other symptoms, which I really had every single one in the book, and they... Progressed every single day. It was wild just how things moved along. Body aches and feverish, sore throat, fatigue, headache, like I said, that happened for about the first two days. Then the third day, I had no sore throat. I had improved energy. I felt like I could get out of bed. I moved my body a little bit by doing some stretching in my room. It also felt like everything was coming from the bottom up, so it started in my chest and then moved its way up into my nose and congestion and things like that. So day three is when I started to have a distorted sense of smell, and this was pretty wild. I started, I had the windows open in my room, and I started to smell almost like a sour vomit smell out of my patio, and I thought it was my rug outside that maybe had gotten mildewy or something, so... I was disgusted so I just took it and I threw it out but then I couldn't stop smelling it and it was super strong. I also had an oil diffuser in my room and that started smelling like sour vomit like I just thrown up and it was still stuck in my nose and so that's when I was like oh man here comes the nose stuff here comes the smelling stuff the taste stuff all of that good stuff which really sucked because also on that day is when my nose started bothering me almost like I had a tickly itchy nose kind of like allergies where something's in your nose and it's bothering you but it was also running and starting to just again move its way up. By this time I had no sore throat, my cough was gone. I've also had a lot of really bad coughs um, and colds in the past before and I get really swollen nymph- nymphodes. I get really swollen lymph nodes and I just know what a really bad cough is like, and it was nothing like that for me, which I'm kind of glad about because if I can't breathe out of my nose or if I'm having trouble sleeping because of a cough, that's just miserable. My sleep is horrible. But I was able to sleep just fine. Nothing kept me up at night. Nothing really had me tossing and turning except for those first couple of days when I felt feverish. So then day four, everything was still kind of the same of like a distorted sense of smell, you know... A lot of congestion you can probably still hear it in my voice too there's a lot of something in my in my brain it feels like but it was on the end of day four in the evening when i had dinner and i couldn't taste my dinner and that is when my taste and my smell started to go and i was so upset oh my god that's when it that's when it got rough you guys because now i couldn't taste anything. I couldn't enjoy food and that was one of the only joys I had in my life at the moment. It has been a couple days now and I'm at what day six and I can taste a little bit of food this morning but it's nothing crazy but that's been honestly the most disappointing and roughest part of this whole thing because I also don't know how long it's going to last. You hear people that have inability to smell and taste for months after they have COVID and I will not be okay if that is me. Today I wake up and I'm feeling fine. I'm not over it and I'm definitely not going to stop quarantining. They say to quarantine for 10 days. That means that on Thanksgiving on the 26th, I can actually be fine and I won't be contagious. Oh, another symptom that I have, which maybe is just a thing of being sickness, but I feel very confuzzled. I feel very um, like my brain cells, some of them may have died. I explain this as just as the virus goes and kills some of your cells in your nose and your taste, and then you're waiting for them to grow back or repair for you to then regain your sense of taste and smell. I feel like some of my brain cells have really just, I just feel brain fog, you know, but maybe that's normal. I'm sure I'll be okay. So what i took in order to feel better now this is a virus that obviously there's no known cure for it what i've come to realize is that medicine at least over-the-counter medicine is just going to be masking my symptoms so Sudafed may clear the congestion out but it's not curing my covid i'm also not going to be taking dayquil because again that just makes me feel really confuzzled too just anytime i take it And so I didn't want to feel that way, and I didn't feel like that was the right thing to be doing, and that's not going to cure this virus either. I took ibuprofen twice because the headaches were really bad, and I've been taking oregano oil a few times, which I don't really like, but um, I hear it's good for you. So the thing with COVID is you just have to let your body naturally let it has, naturally heal itself, and I just think of that with any type of sickness that you have is, is your body going to be strong enough to take care of itself? Which is where the healthy lifestyle prior to getting COVID comes into play. I feel so much better after, you know, six days, but that's not always the case for everyone because of the healthy lifestyle or non-healthy lifestyle that they may be living. So some food for thought for you, my friends, that it's just as important for you to be taking care of yourself when you're not sick as it is when you are sick. I've also been drinking lots of fluid, lots of tea, lots of rest, and just really chilling, which has been so nice, my friends, I really enjoy it. COVID's not that bad. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but you know, I've honestly been enjoying my time with COVID. So what have I been doing? Well, lots of Netflix. I watched the entire series of Queen's Gambit, which I totally recommend. It was so good. I just really needed a good series to watch, and that is one I recommend. I've never seen Survivor, and Isaac used to watch Survivor with his family as a kid, so we watched a season together, so that was fun. I also started a new season of Love Island, season four. I also recommend that show. It's a lot of hours to dedicate, but it's fun. It's a good reality show i love me some reality tv i've also been reading a lot i love to read in my free time and i'm working on a project for a book club which i'm going to share all of that with you guys soon but it's been nice to have time to focus on that because it's something that i really enjoy and now i have the time to dedicate some energy to it Um, And I have been working a little bit. I work from home the most of the time. I do go into an office every once in a while, but now that's definitely gonna change. I feel like I'm gonna be working from home probably 90% of my time. But yeah, I've just been really enjoying this time off. I don't chill very often, and so it's been nice to just chill and journal. Keeping a record of everything I've been going through, so you know, I can share that with my kids one day, that so Survivor of Corona 2020, I, again, have been staying quarantined to my room. I really haven't gone out at all. I've been quarantined to my room, like not not to my house, to my room, because I want to be really mindful. Isaac has not gotten COVID. He's shown no symptoms. He went and got a test today, which he'll know the results in three to five days, but I really don't think he has it. He hasn't shown any symptoms, but we've been keeping our distance, like we'll watch a show together but he's straight up six feet apart there were some days when i was really sick where he was wearing his mask when he was around me he will come and bring me food he's been the best caretaker i'm very lucky i have to say that was another question is how has iso been taking care of me and honestly It is a true test of a relationship when one of you gets sick to see how the other one will take care of you. He's been so nice to me. I really don't deserve him. And it's also been making my (laughs) my COVID a lot better because I just chill and he brings me things and I watch Netflix and read books. It is a dream. Another question I had was, did I spread it to any of my friends? Which, like I said, I had been around other people. I had friends literally staying in my home but no one else got it. It just makes sense that the day that Cass, my roommate, left out of town is when my other friends came into town and because they just crossed paths at the right timing, she wasn't here when they were and I must have been carrying it and then it, whatever, incubated in the next couple days and then I finally showed symptoms and that is when I believe I became contagious. I know people say that you can be asymptomatic and still be a carrier, which very well could be the case, but in my experience, I feel like the most contagious is obviously when you're showing symptoms because then you're kind of coughing or getting your mucus anywhere and everywhere, and that's spreading. That's what's going to get other people sick, so that is just what I believe. After I got tested at Urgent Care, so they have to take everyone's positive COVID test and report it to the county. So the San Diego County of Public Health did call me and I had this great conversation with the epidemiologist, Raymond. I know a lot of people are probably gonna be freaked out by this part because they're like, oh my god, the government's tracking you. Maybe they put a tracker up in your nose. Oh, which by the way, my test was totally easy. They just swabbed a little bit of my nostrils, you know, like took a q-tip and picked some buggers and then tested it away. But anyway, Raymond calls me and he just asked me questions about my symptoms. He asked me where I had been And at first, I was a little bit apprehensive, as I'm sure many of you who are afraid of the government um, would think, like, why are you giving away this information? Well, first of all, they already have my address because of my insurance and going to get tested somewhere. I'm in the system. Like, my name, my address, and where I have COVID is a dot. It's a case. And he's calling to confirm it. So the information he asked of me was what my symptoms were, he asked me questions about where I had been like what stores I had been to that weren't necessities or if I had been going into work. And you may not believe me and you may think I'm just being too optimistic here. But he's asking these questions for data points so they can better understand this disease and how it spreads. Because we don't have a universal tracking system to then bring it back to exactly where this is coming from. It's so unknown. And so they just want to gather some information about it so then they can be using that to be making better decisions and understand it more. So I really don't feel bad that I talked to Raymond. He was such a nice guy. He even told me that... Over the past weekend, so the weekend that I tested positive, that they came into work on Monday and they had over a thousand cases of COVID in San Diego County. Now, typically, he said that they had been receiving about two to three hundred. So the spike in cases is a real thing. And especially here in San Diego, where I live. And as you can see on the news all over the country as well, it's not fake news. So even when I asked him questions about being unsure about answering some of these questions that I didn't feel comfortable, he reassured me that this was just data points that they're trying to collect to better understand the disease and to be able to track it. And I asked about me being able to travel and my Thanksgiving plans, and he mentioned that, you know, very much likely if I wasn't showing symptoms, I could hop on a plane and go across the country. And that there aren't any COVID police that are gonna come knocking on my door and tell me I can't do any things or show up in hazmat suits. But the matter of the fact is, is that we should be making choices that are not only mindful for us and for our own health, but for the safety of others too. If I want to go ahead and travel, and I probably very well could because I don't have a fever and I never did have a fever, mind you, but no one's gonna stop me from doing that. But we're adults here and we should be making decisions where we care for one another and we think about the other people in our lives. And that really got me to thinking like, oh man, Raymond, you're right, I probably shouldn't be traveling for Thanksgiving. I also talked to my grandma and just was catching up on life with her and she gave me a very similar lecture, a very kind-hearted lecture, but the fact that there's a lot of grandmas out there that wouldn't be able to fight this disease, and it's really important for us to stay home for them. Hashtag save the grandmas, you guys. So with all of this information, it really got me to think that this isn't just about me and what I want to do for Thanksgiving, but it is about caring about other people around me. So I'm not going to go to the store just because I want to go to the store and I feel like I'm better. No, I'm going to, luckily I have Isaac that can go and get something for me, but maybe if I'm feeling sick and I don't have someone to do that, I would postmate something or use Instacart to order my groceries. It's just really about making those decisions that are caring for others. I even wear a mask when I go out for a walk because I want to be mindful and kind of show everyone that I'm around of hey I'm taking precautions here and I do want to stay six feet and they don't need to necessarily know that I have COVID but that's just a symbol of let's be mindful of one another here. So my Thanksgiving plans of course have changed. I and so will not be traveling to South Carolina across the country and getting on a flight. I don't think that it is the best decision for either of us, obviously for me, but for him as well. He's been around me and even though he may not be sick, who knows? He could be getting sick or test positive once his results come back in the next three to five days. I tell you this especially, especially as we approach Thanksgiving and the holidays because these gatherings are going to be with people that Maybe it is just your immediate family of like five people, but typically Thanksgivings or even holidays are your extended family. They're your neighbors. They're your family friends. Even though you might be doing everything possible to not be getting COVID, taking all the necessary precautions, that does not mean that everyone that you are around is. And even if they are, they could still run the risk of contracting it in some way. I also think of Thanksgiving of how we make all this wonderful food and we just lay it out for everyone to come and take their piece of it. In my mind, I'm sorry, that's disgusting right now. Like, I I can't even fathom that right now, that anyone would want to go to a large gathering and scoop out food that other people have been breathing on and touching. Like, that, that just does not make sense to me right now. It is really important for us to remember that if you're not feeling good today... Tomorrow, the morning of Thanksgiving when you've traveled all the way to your parents' house and all of a sudden you're coming down with something, you stay inside. You stay home. You let people know that you're not feeling good. You don't downplay it. And you make the right choices for yourself and more importantly, for others too. So how do I feel about COVID now, my friends? Well, I'm immune to it, or at least I'm supposed to be immune to it. So I'm not going to go back and say, well, I got it. I can do whatever I want now. It's really made me aware of my choices and how I'm going to be behaving with others in mind moving forward. So even though I may not like to wear my mask, even though I may be fine because I already have it and I don't need to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask because I'm going to be respectful of everyone else around me. I also am really happy that I don't have to worry about getting a vaccine because that is a whole other can of worms that I am not going to open and I don't have to open because I've already had it so a vaccine wouldn't make sense for me to get. I'm also going to be mindful about the gatherings that I go to. Not that I'm not going to be going to gatherings and not that I haven't been careful anyway. Obviously, prior to COVID, I was around lots of people many times a week, where now it's probably once or twice a month. But now, again, I'm just going to be a lot more mindful, especially right now as we approach the holidays, because it is such a big time for us to get together. And I know that sucks, and I know it's different, and it's not what we want, but 2020 isn't what we fucking want in the first place either. And as there are such a high number of cases, it's something we have to be careful about just right now. This isn't forever. I'm not saying forever we can't do this. I'm not saying forever we have to wear a mask. not saying forever that we have to be living in fear. I don't want us to be living in fear. I never want us to be living in fear. This isn't something we should be afraid of, but this is something that we should be considerate about When it comes to other people, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it here. This isn't about you. This isn't about what you want. This is about everyone. My rant on COVID is over, my friend. I hope that you gained some insight into my own experience. It really was not that bad. I survived. But there are also people out there that don't have a strong immune system or who aren't taking care of themselves and who aren't going to be able to get through this the way that you or I might be able to. So, save the grandmas. Hashtag save the grandmas, you guys. It is time for us to think beyond ourselves, not just with COVID but all the time. If you are sick, if you think you have a little tickle in your throat, if you have a little cold, doesn't matter if you don't have a fever or if you don't have all the XYZ symptoms that people say about COVID, you just gotta stay home for a bit. Take care of yourself, relax. This has been a great time for me, okay? Let me tell you, you're gonna enjoy it too. Find someone to help bring you soup. There are lots of people in your life that I know that are willing to help take care of you. I had a lot of people reach out to me and I appreciate that. Just know we're all going to be okay, we're going to get through this, but just remember, take care of yourself, take care of others, and we're going to get through this, my friends. Thank you so much for listening, friends. It means the world to get to share some light with you today. If you found value in this episode, please share it with one of your friends. You can always screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram and tag me, at Jacqueline underscore Q. I love being able to see and respond to these posts. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a rating and review because it helps inspire me to keep providing valuable content for you. And if you're still craving more, you can always head over to my website, JacquelineQ.com to sign up for my newsletter so I can directly send you some Monday motivation every week. I'll talk to you soon.